This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Michelle McAdoo, sitting in for Liz Gill with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, here to help you steer you in the right direction. Are you driving during the holidays? Well, if so, we've got some safety tips for your road trip. Everything from suggestions for your car, your driver, and even your passengers to help you have a safe and wonderful holiday. Also, if you have any questions about a car problem, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can also send us an email to our address, auto at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This year, when you start feeling those twinges of holiday stress, don't. MPB Think Radio solves the age-old dilemma of the proverbial person who has everything with the MPB online store. Iconic MPB and PBS gear that's comfy and fun and celebrates that person's favorite shows. Long-sleeve t-shirts, DVDs, umbrellas, even toasty socks and baby booties. Plus a discount code for members in the MPB program guide. See for yourself at shopmpbonline.org. And relax, we got you. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Michelle McAdoo today, filling in for Liz Gill with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASC certified. Good morning, Allison. Hey. Hi. So today we're talking about safe car trips. It's the holiday season and people are going to get on the road and go visit family and friends all over. And we want people to be safe out there on the road. So we found a list of 12 safety tips for your next road trip. Now we'll go um, through those 12 safety or actually more than 12. Allison, you've added some more uh, throughout the um, show today. Of course, we're accepting all of your phone calls. If you have any calls, you want to uh, ask questions about your car. If you have any problems with your car or just some general comments, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's one 877-672-7464. Or you can also send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. Well, how are you doing this holiday season? I'm really, really good. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to taking a break. Speaking of um, holiday season and weather and things like that, is it busier right now for you? Or what's your busiest season as far as mechanics goes? Is it any busy? It doesn't matter just, or are you always busy? I've been, I've been really busy lately and work plus a whole bunch of stuff. You know, we just had Thanksgiving and vacation and then mm-hmm. it's... You know, so just a lot of things going on. But, yeah, I'm I'm pretty busy. I'm looking forward to taking a break. Like, I'm not taking calls after the end of next week. So I'm not you do take, anyone. look, you actually shut the whole line down. Like, no, I, I want care. a vacation. Unless it's emergency. I can't help you. I'm sorry. I'm on, I'm on vacation. So before we get into the tips of driving um, on, and holiday road trips, what is what are some um, of major problems you're noticing right now? Uh, or are you getting calls about? Getting calls about, uh, well, I always tend to get calls for no starts, which uh, drive me a little crazy because <laughs> they can be really simple or then the next thing you're having to diagnose something more serious. Um, but sometimes it's really simple. And then you got this time of year when it gets cold, you mm-hmm. have people getting no starts. Is their battery is the cold puts um, a load on the battery to crank. That's why it's called cold cranking amps when you are finding what kind of battery that you want. And you can get them with higher cold cranking amps if you want, but you have a, a base that you're supposed to get for your car. And so you can, can start seeing problems with that. You know, so if you don't, if your car doesn't start this winter, first thing you need to check is your battery. And, and you can take it out of the car. And speaking of that, um, I've always heard this, you know, I'm, what, 45 in, in a couple of days. But awesome. your parent, you know, when you're younger, you say, uh, don't crank your well crank your car up don't drive your car if your uh heat indicator hasn't moved above that first notch correct should yeah. you warm your car up? what does warming your car up do oh that's a good good question um it lets all everything expand just like physical science that you learned in school where everything expands when it gets hot so you have gaskets um oil rings 
all kinds of stuff um, that needs to expand and seat itself. And so if you give it about, I like to do like in the summer, about a minute, minute and a half. Winter, you might want to go two, two and a half minutes and then drive your car slowly until it gets to the operating temperature. And once it's there, you're good to go. Everything's good and sealed up. Now, driving your car without it warming up, what can you, how can you damage it? It's going to send fluids into places it's not supposed to go. Mm. And it's just, so you're putting pressure on your car. A lot of people get in the car, crank it up, and they, they go fast, too, mm. I've noticed. Like, they're not driving it gently when they first start off. Next thing you know, you're going to have a rough idle. You're going to have, you're going to be losing oil, possibly. You're going to be, you can lose coolant and things like that. You're going to lose compression in your engines. Your rings aren't sealing up. So it actually causes a lot of things. All right. So being, taking that extra time, getting up a little earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, And, you know, like you said, you've always seen, especially being from Chicago originally, you see all the people uh, having their cars uh, warming up. Yeah. You always have to warm your car, especially in the wintertime. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to take our first caller from Tupelo and welcome Scott to the show. Good morning, Scott. Hey, good morning. Uh, want to wish y'all Merry Christmas. Merry Same Christmas. Yes. Uh, yes, I was calling. I'm trying to improve my fuel mileage on my car. It's an O2 Camry XLA four-cylinder, and I feel like I'm not getting the uh, right fuel mileage. And I was wondering for some first things first I should do myself before uh yeah, there's a, a car that old. I would you need to do a throttle body intake clean, and that helps clean up your sensors and everything, or make everything run better. Where it's not dumping more fuel to compensate for uh, things being a, not quite getting the air flow that it should get. So you're cleaning out everything that goes, all the air that goes into the engine, and just like at home where your ceiling fan gets really dirty, where the air is flowing. It's the same thing on your car. And so about once a year, I recommend a throttle body cleaner once or, you know, every two years. And that will get you better gas mileage. It'll it'll uh, smooth out your idle and it'll give you a little more power. Um, another thing, too, when people when you get your ratings for what your miles per gallon is, that's a that's a, a standard set so that all of them can be. Uh, compared against each other equally, that doesn't mean you're going to get that gas mileage either. What what gas mileage are you getting with your four cylinder Camry? Well, on the road, I think I get around a little better than thirty, but in town, it's not that not that good. That sounds about right for your car. So, um, you know, if that changed where you you know noticeably like a a gallon or two different, then you might have something going on with your car. But that sounds about right. But if you do that maintenance, uh, you know, tune-up too, like spark plugs, they have a, a stronger spark, and that helps your engine run better. So if, it, if it's not sparking hard enough, your engine will think it's not running right, and it'll try to add more gas. So even something as simple as spark plugs can help increase your gas mileage. But also your tire pressure, that makes a big difference. And if you, you want to increase it by about 2 PSI just to get a little better gas mileage, uh, if you feel like the roads you drive on are okay for that, then that's another tip that you can do too. And of course, check your air filter. You can clean your MAF sensor with MAF sensor cleaner. Um, that tells your engine how much air is flowing into it. So if it thinks it's not getting enough, it's going to add more gas to it. And that gets dirty too a little bit. So um, so those are just some things off the top of my head that, that are good to do that uh, that will increase your gas mileage. Well, thank you, Scott from Tupelo. That was a good question. And it's so funny. I learned so much by listening to this show, engineering <laughs> the show, and sometimes being a host, I learned so much about what I should do with my car. And you talk about um, every week when I listen to you talk, Allison, it sounds like we're talking about bodies, just like yeah. the Southern Remedy shows, the medical side. We're talking about the medical uh, the, the medical side of your car. It's like yeah. maintenance, preventative things. You can prevent a lot of things from happening to your car by just... Yeah. Providing regular maintenance on your car and just like with your body, taking care of your body, taking care of your car can prevent yeah. a lot of uh, things in the future. Big time. Yeah, a lot of the 
repairs I do are because preventive maintenance wasn't done. Not all of them, but a, a lot of them are. And I'm always like, oh. And, and sometimes, could've, could've like, if, that. right, you look at us like, really? Like doctors say, you could have, <laughs> you smoke 10 packs a day and you come in here with, you know, now my chest hurts. Right. Okay, right. so don't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, if your car says premium gas, put premium gas mm-hmm. in it. And that's yeah. a question I have for you. If your car does say premium gas only, should you only put premium in it? I do, oh, but is yes. is that necessary? Absolutely, one hundred percent necessary. Do what they tell you to do. Read the owner's wow. name, as we always say. <laughs> do what the doctors tell you to do, guys. Okay, yeah. the doctor mechanic. Okay, so we're talking about uh, holiday road tripping. Again, yeah. we said people are going to be on the roads, going here and there, visiting family and friends. Okay. So, what is the first thing you should do uh, before your road trip um, to your car? Well, it's a, there's some things, of course, you can look it up, and they're, they're a great list online. But I've got a couple of things that, that I didn't see talked about much. Um, one thing is your lug nut torque. When you have a flat tire and you go and you pull over and you're trying to get those lug nuts off, they might be too tight. Mm. So you might want to check that before you leave and make sure. Hence my you story can last night. I was right, right. You about what where happened. your boyfriend had to take, it took him forever to get the lug he nuts broke off. They were over torque. What is the piece? The uh, tire iron. He so. broke the tire iron yeah, trying to take bad. my tire off that's because they bad. were, he said they yeah. had to crack them. He had to crack them. I'm yeah. like, crack what? Yeah. Just they to pop, get them to pop that yes. one time. So I recommend everyone uh, checking their lug nuts. You need to, if you don't have a torque wrench, then, you know, you can loosen your lug nut and make sure everyone, you can get them off. And if you can't, well, you just adjust the problem right then and there. But when you have people rotate your tires and stuff like that, you might want to insist that they use a, a torque wrench or there's a little torque tool you put on the end of the impact so it won't go over the amount it's supposed to. And they're all a little bit different. They range from like 90 to 110 foot so, pounds of torque. So when we talk about uh, you plan your road trip, you call mm-hmm. your family, you put it on your calendar. So the first thing, your vacation, you say, okay, we're, we're going to go on vacation. The first thing you should do, what? go for a tune-up correct yeah i do i do recommend a tune-up just to check everything out you'll get get better gas mileage like scott was asking mm-hmm. about and um and then you kind of get an idea if you have a problem area that you need to take care of beforehand so that's uh, the worst thing isn't it getting on the road and not knowing and then having a problem yeah like one thing uh like on your tire your tire tread when you're looking at your tires, you can see it from the outside, and it looks fine, but you need to check on the inside of your tire tread where you can't see because it may be wearing funny, and next thing you know, you get a flat because it's it's, it's worn out while you're on the road. That's, so, right. That's so scary. That's why it's important to take it to a, a professional because if yeah. you're looking uh, layman's like me, yeah. looking layman's, uh, looking at your car, you might not see what the uh, yeah. experts will notice. Well, one tip I have for that, if you're wanting to look at your car, is just look for stuff that doesn't look brand Brand new. If there's fluid somewhere on your car, then that's probably not right. It needs to look brand new. If something looks broken, worn, um, it just it's not up to a really good condition, then you need to have that checked out. So you, you can just kind of glance at your car and get an idea. And that's look up under it, too. And for people towing, they have a whole other set of things that they've got to know about. they got to make sure their differential's not leaking. So if you're towing a camper or towing, going somewhere on vacation this, this these holidays, um, that's one thing that you really want to check. And your brake fluid for people who tow. It's really right. important. So little things like that. All right. Well, we're going to take our first break of the show. When we get back, we're going to speak to Richard and Natchez and Gail in Soso, Mississippi. And we're going to talk about some recalls. Is your car under recall? But we'll have a list of the ones that are when we get back. Now, if you have a vehicle problem, you can give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can also send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. 
MPB listeners pay attention to quality. They look for quality in their work and their daily lives. If your business cares about quality customers, look to MPB. Go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting for more information. Happy Holidays from Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back to AutoCorrect. I'm Michelle McAdoo, filling in with for Liz Gill with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker. Now, if you can't listen to our show all the way through live, find our podcast at AutoCorrect at mpbonline.org. Now, today we are talking about safety tips for your holiday road trip. If you'd like to be a part of our conversation, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 1-877-672-7464. Now, before the break, I promised we were going to go back to the phone yeah. lines. So we're going to go to So-So, Mississippi. I've yeah. never heard of So-So, you Mississippi. You haven't? Oh, yeah. And I would We've like to some. go there. And let's speak to Gail. Good morning, Gail. Hi. Hi. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. So you have a question about nitrogen in the tires. Right. I have nitrogen in my tires, but I, it's hard to find a place that carries nitrogen to to put to fill the tire up when it's getting a little low. And so my question is, um, what harm would it do to just put air in it and the air mixing with nitrogen is that okay? Should I con- should I continue to put nitrogen in it, or can I put air in it when it's getting a little low? Thanks that question. That's um, you can put air in nitrogen tires. You can. It just slowly you you'll have that much air that'll expand and compress versus the nitrogen, which doesn't do that as much. Um, I know dealerships have it that sell cars that have the nitrogen in the tires so that you might want to check there. But yeah, as far as small places, yeah, I can't see many people having that, but yeah, you can add air to that for everyone out there that has the nitrogen on tires. And that's the little green valve stem cap on your tire. It lets you know there's nitrogen in your tires. And a lot of cars 2010 and later have that on there, maybe even earlier than that. But yeah, so that's, that's, you're fine with adding air. I have checked with some local dealerships, and they do not have it. Oh, wow. What car do you have? It's a Honda. Huh. I'm very surprised. Well, I'm surprised. Well, I haven't been to a Honda dealership. It was just the local local car. Oh no! Yeah, go to you. You would want to go to a Honda dealership and try it out and see if they if they have it. Yep. Okay. Great. Well, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you, Gail. Let's move on to Natchez, Mississippi, and speak with Richard. Good morning, Richard. Good morning. Merry Christmas, y'all. Thank you for taking my call. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah. Uh, My question is: You had a gentleman that called in a few minutes ago about his gas mileage on his Camry. Yep. And Allison mentioned uh, a throttle body cleaner. Yep, yep. Okay, I've, yes, got, a two, I've got a 2001 uh, Toyota Sienna minivan. It's the best vehicle. Oh, those are great. Legendary. This one drives like it came out of the showroom. Yep. But mm-hmm. my question is, uh, I'm suffering some gas mileage loss. And wondering, do I need to take my vehicle into a dealership, or can I do the throttle body cleaning myself? Oh, good question. It is so easy. Um, I like to use the CRC cleaner. It's it's actually called GDI intake cleaner from uh, the auto parts store. And I think it runs about $13. And so you want to... Um, you go through the instructions on the car, but you're basically just, you crank the car up, it's at operating temperature, and you spray that in right at the throttle body, not in front of the MAF sensor. You got to get on the other side of it, and you just open up your intake a little bit, and you have someone rev up your car, and you spray it in there at 30-second intervals till the can's empty. 
and then you let your car, you turn your car off and you let it sit for an hour or two and let it heat soak and then crank it back up and it blows all that stuff out. It soaks in there and gets into all that gunk and then it once you crank it back up after an hour or two, it, it blows all that stuff out. So it'll, it might smoke for just a little bit getting all that out of there. And that's how you do that. And you can do that on any car. You can do it on um, four-wheelers. Anything where air goes into an engine can be done. That's boats. It's everything. Okay, so it's good stuff. A, a CRC product and the instructions should be... They're uh, on there. Yeah, they're on the can, and they're really easy. It's super easy to follow. So 12, 13 a, bucks, you can do it yourself. Even a left-handed person like me? I promise. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, and you look, have, have a Merry Christmas, and I appreciate your program. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much for thank listening. Thank you for listening, have Richard. You have a, a happy holidays as well. Well, um, Liz always puts in the recalls in the show. I like that yeah. because, like you said, maybe you, your car is on the recall list and you don't know. I have a few here I will talk about today, but if you're interested in seeing if your car is on the recall list, you can go to www.nhtsa.gov slash recalls. Now, this is just a few that I chose today. We have the Honda 2019 Honda Pilot. Ridgeline. Ridgeline. Is it Ridgeline? They have the 2016-2018 Ford Focus. Mm. 2011 through 2014 Lamborghini. Gallardo. I put that on there just to be funny. But if you do have a Lamborghini <laughs> and it's a 2011-2014, your car has been recalled. One day. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> next, we have a 2018-2019 Honda Odyssey uh, on the recall list. 2019 Kia Fort and a 2017 through 2019 Toyota 4Runner. So if those are any of your cars or you know someone who has those cars, please uh, make what, what do they do? They just go on the line and um, contact yeah. their dealer. Ta- right? Contact your dealer. Find out what it is if it applies to your car because ah. it's VIN specific. Okay. So have right. your VIN number ready when you call in. All right. Now, you know what? Uh, Liz has provided us great mm-hmm. tips mm-hmm. for getting prepared for a road trip. Mm-hmm. I like the one she put here. Uh, give your car seat or booster seat mm-hmm. a boost. A lot of people drive around and the car seats are inoperable or put in incorrectly or even set up incorrectly. When you get it out the box and you have to put it together, they're not put together correctly. That's scary. It is scary. Uh, It it says here eight out of ten are not put in correctly. That's I would have never guessed that high of a number. That's terrifying. So So they said call 866-SEAT. Check. That's S E A T C H E K to find out, found a near uh, by location for free safety seat inspection. Very important. I'd be curious who does that. But uh-huh. that's, that is awesome. That that's is. Amazing. And that's a good one because you're going for a long ride, be it an hour, two hours, or 12 hour trip or just right around the corner to the grocery store yeah that's something that's a that's an everyday tip right there right you want your children to be safe in the car also gear up for safety that's very this is very important for me have that emergency safety kit in your car now what should um, your emergency safety kit include and then we'll go to cinetopia and speak to morris in just a little bit I, t- I tell you one that's a little upgrade on the, the regular list of jumper cables and flares and whatnot. I was driving one day and a guy was over on the, uh, well, I, I saw triangles in the road and they looked like they were just working on the side of the road. And it made you push over into the next lane and, and get over one lane. Next thing I know, what it was is a guy had broken down and was working on his truck. And he had put up the triangles to push you out of his lane. And I love that. Because I am absolutely paranoid about roadside safety and being on the side of the road. If I have a problem on my car, I try so hard to get off the road. And even if I get pulled over, which has happened a lot back in my speeding days, <laughs> I drove off until I got on an exit. And never, I never had a policeman get mad about that. In fact, they seem to be a little more lenient on me for, for getting us both safely off mm-hmm. the road. So that one's a big deal to me. Uh, I like the one it lists here, a flashlight. Just check and make sure your batteries work. Mm-hmm. Because Just because you have a flashlight see, doesn't mean... Doesn't mean that you got, your batteries are fresh. <laughs> uh, I like that. Okay. And we'll go back to some of the things you need in your emergency kit in just a minute. We're going to move to Cenotopia and speak to Morris. Good morning, Morris. Good morning. I want to add my uh, Merry Christmas wishes to you folks. Thank you Thank very you. much. Same to you. I have a flashing light 
uh, indicating a low tire, and I went to a dealership, and they wanted $130-something to repair it. My question is, is that something that I can repair or replace myself? And I'll hang up and listen for your answer. Okay. Well, thank you for that question. That's a that's a good question. Um, you could probably get the part cheap in that uh, tire pressure monitor. This is the the light flashing is kind of similar to a check engine light. It check engine light like there's a problem, or if, if you have your tire light come on, a tire is low. But if it's flashing, it's usually there's a problem with the sensor and it's reading something a little bit different. So you may have a a tire pressure uh, sensor go out in your car. And what he might want to do, or for anyone having that problem, is source the part yourself and take it to a small tire shop and have them change it. And they should have the little scanner that you use to reset your lights and make sure everything's lined up right and your light's off. And your and your tire pressure monitor system, is everything is back right. So you can probably buy the part. If, it's in, if the pressure system sensor is in the valve stem you might could change that yourself but otherwise you're probably you have to take it to a tire shop but you don't you probably can get the the tire pressure sensor cheaper online i don't particularly like buying stuff online because if i have a problem i like to go straight to the people and talk to them in person (laughs) but um but yeah you you might can just go buy it yourself and put it on instead of maybe them having it um charging higher for it at the shop but but no, you're you probably have to get someone to, to put wow. that. Wow! And before we go to uh, Gaucher and uh, speak to Diane, what's the difference in a flashing light? I know you, you just mentioned that flashing and all just staying on without going out. Yeah. So that's just staying on without going out means you need to have it checked out. Flashing is like, hey, there's something bigger going on here. You need to go ahead and get that checked out. Um, like on his car, it could be some of them use. They don't have a tire pressure sensor in the tire it's a wheel speed it's your abs sensor that senses a different rotation on the tire and that means it's a little lower and so that kind of affects other things on your car mm-hmm. so you know you, you want to get that checked out and so it just means something a little more a little more serious than just a low tire okay all right good deal mm-hmm. well thank you again morris hopefully you'll get that uh, fixed without paying that high high price now let's move to gaucher and speak with diane good morning diane good morning Happy holidays to you. Oh, yes. I had two questions, but I couldn't remember but one. But now I remember. <laughs> uh, sometimes I have a Toyota 2003 Camry, and sometimes when I'm driving, it sounds like a truck, you know, like an old truck. And the other thing is when I turn on my AC or my heat, uh, the vent, the blower sounds, it, it makes a humming noise. Okay. And the higher I put my... My vent on the louder it gets. Okay, well, for the for the sound with your AC, you probably something has gotten into your little blower. Um, those are really easy to take out. You just unbolt them from under your glove box, and okay. it's probably I I have pulled chipmunks out, rats out, oh my god, acorns, uh, everything. They get up in there and they hang out. And they go, okay. as they're wandering around your car, and uh, they can get stuck in there and die. Now, I'm not saying that's what's in yours, but something is in there. And the, and the higher you turn it on, the faster it's spinning and making a funny noise. So that's okay. that's what that is, more than likely. It was, it was sitting up in someone's yard for about three years, and there was all kind of okay. animals out there. Right, okay. yep. So that could be what that is. As far as your, your car sounding like a truck occasionally, yes. are you saying it's, it's like an engine or... Or is this a tire sound? Or no, it's like from the engine. It's just got this loud sound, and some uh, passenger said your car sounds like a truck. So it's just like a a loud sound. Well, I I, I would have to look at that one to be honest. Okay. I'm I'm not really sure that one needs further diagnosis right there. I I take it and have it checked out though, just to make sure it's not something serious. It could be, or it could be something really simple like a chipmunk stuck somewhere. Okay. okay. I appreciate you. You're no problem. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Diane. Now, before we go to break, I have to say, did you say a chipmunk stuck in oh, yeah. the air compressor? Yeah. They can, how, did, how did it get in there? They can get, wants a, it wants a place to hide its acorns. Really? And they're just a little round 
it's a little round fan, but it, it's just open in the middle. And so they, they're like, oh, this is a nice house. <laughs> wow. And they can run right up in there from your air system. And when you crank up your car, you startle them to death. They just get scared, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure my. it's pretty bad when the things start spinning when you turn on your <laughs> your air. <laughs> this is not a spinning wheel. Oh, my goodness. Sure All right. Awful. We're going to take another break. And when we get back from break, we'll talk more about safety road trip tips. Now, if you have any issues with your car or any comments, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 You can also send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. And here's a cartoon for your drive. Can't get to a radio? Well, don't worry. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB public media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. This year, when you start feeling those twinges of holiday stress, don't. MPB Think Radio solves the age-old dilemma of the proverbial person who has everything with the MPB online store. Iconic MPB and PBS gear that's comfy and fun and celebrates that person's favorite shows. Long-sleeve t-shirts, DVDs, umbrellas, even toasty socks and baby booties. Plus a discount code for members in the MPB program guide. See for yourself at shopmpbonline.org. And relax, we got you. Happy Holidays from Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back and thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo today filling in for Liz Gill with our Lady Auto Mechanic, Allison Walker. Now, I hope you've downloaded our app, the MPB Media app, at the Google Play Store for Android and iTunes for Apple products. Now, today we're talking about road trip safety tips. But Allison, of course, is still taking your car questions. So give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Now, so far, Allison, we've talked about what the first thing you should do. Of course, go get a tune-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, check that car seat or booster seat. Mm-hmm. You also said check those lug nuts yes. on those tires. See if they, they're too tight, which yeah. normally they are, like you yeah. said. Uh, we're going to talk about some more tips in just a minute but first we're going to go to bob he's driving through mississippi good morning bob good morning happy mm-hmm. merry christmas happy new year happy Same holidays to you. Mm-hmm. yeah i got a 99 dodge ram 1500 with a 318 in it yep and the spark plugs have heat shields around them and i don't think they've ever been taken out and you can't get this i can't get the spark plugs out and i don't know how the heat shields come out Okay, gotcha. On the on the three eighteen, I rebuilt one of those in Heinz. Um, your there's a, should be a tool a, a toolkit for that that you can rent from the auto parts store um, for that. And I'm not sure exactly what the setup would be on it, but it should have something that can get in there and grab all that together and pull that out. And then there's probably an updated system where you don't have those on there for the next spark plugs that go in, or, or maybe it does on that one. I'm not sure. But that's something to check in. You, you may can get the toolkit that you would need and rent that from an auto store. Otherwise, okay. you may have to take it to Dodge dealership where they'll have everything they need right there to do that. So, All right. So that's there. There, if you you don't want to break that, you'll it can cost you a head head job on your car so you absolutely i would definitely not recommend just going in there and trying to get it out uh haphazardly you you want to make sure you're going to get it 
and use penetrant for make everything loosen up. If you're going to do it yourself, leave it in overnight and let it let it work its job to kind of help it so that's not so tight. Okay. But uh, yeah, so that's what I recommend for that. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Bob, for listening. Um, driving through Mississippi. All right. Yeah. Hopefully, you have safe drive, driving uh, travels throughout yes, the state. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yes. Yeah. All right. We're going to move to Hattiesburg and speak with Mike. Good morning, Mike. What's your question or comment? Morning, ladies. Morning. I have a tw- 2015 Dodge Caravan that I use as my equipment truck and. The driver's side sliding door, especially when it's hot, the latch won't engage. This is this is a rental truck that I bought, and it has all electric this and that. And when I when I shut the drawer with the electrical switch, it'll close, and then it goes mm, bump, mm, bump, mm, bump. It won't. It, I have to reach out and <laughs> literally hit it with my fist. To get it to set and before i take it in i don't know what's going on i don't know why it's not engaging the um sensor no longer thinks it is ever closed right right because it's, it's yeah that's a weird problem um it is i have other sensors that are going out too it's, it's kind of a an electrical nightmare oh i have a dodge caravan i know about that uh yeah it's a long to-do list on it um on that i would try greasing up your your mechanical parts on that with with um lithium grease let's just spray can a lithium grease and seeing if that helps it just kind of work smoother but um other than that that's you're you have to get that checked out and see if it's the if something's not letting it latch correctly I had something kind of similar happen on my my caravan, and it ended up being like it needed to ground correctly in the computer of all places. So I would have had to replace the computer. So I just disconnected everything. But it's an older van, so it didn't really matter. But um, so on that, I really don't know. That's a weird gremlin, weird situation to deal with. Um, might want to grease the rails and everything. Just make sure everything's good and smooth. It's, I mean, it, even though it's a 2015, it's not very old. If you drive on dirty roads or anything like that, that could be just kind of making the system off a little bit if it gets too grimy up in there. And um, you might can clean that out and get it all to to run a little smoother. But I kind of got a feeling that that may not be the fix for that. You may you ha- you might have something else going on. The little motors acting up or. Um, something's maybe gotten a little loose and it's, it, the connection's not quite right, so it doesn't want to sit right. So you may have something else going on with that. So that was, that was a good question. Good luck with that. Thank you, Mike, for Hattiesburg. We're going to move on to Mobile and speak with Susan. Good morning, Susan. Um, I have a Dodge Caliber, a 2012. I've had the oil changed twice. I didn't buy it new, but every time I have the oil changed, the crankshaft sensor goes out within two weeks. And I was just wondering why that would be. Ooh, you don't want to hear my answer to that. <laughs> I've no, got... I know it was a mistake when I bought the car, but you know, I've got it for now. And, and now I'm afraid to have the oil changed again because that's about a $500, you know, repair. That's ridiculous. Yeah, uh... yeah. And, and I don't know if it's where I'm having the oil changed. And maybe the sensor is near where you pull the plug out or whatever. I'd have to look at that. I wonder if oil's leaking onto that sensor, uh, if it is near the oil filter. I tell you what, if you can, uh, would you email the question and I'll just kind of Google that and see if I can find you a little something, information on that. I need my oil changed and now I'm hesitant to have it changed. Yeah, right, and you you want to do that. Right, the car would just stop at anywhere, interstate, you know, just going down yeah, the road. Yeah, right, right, yeah, <laughs> that, if that sensor's not working right. did So they didn't say anything about any oil being on the sensor? No, no. Then that's... No. It, it, they changed the oil, and then it's like to the day, about two weeks. And it will, like, like you know, just stop. Right. Then it'll crank back. And with the, the new sensor, where, it's fine. With, yep. 
until I have the oil changed again. Until you have the oil changed again. That's one of the weirdest problems I've ever heard of. <laughs> and I looked, you know, I mean, I didn't know if maybe it was close to where they have to handle something to change the oil. It right. Popped or something like that. So anyway, I, I just just going to get your opinion, but I will I will email you. Where do I email that to? Yes, um, our email. Um, Susan is auto a u t o at m p b online dot org. Again, right. that's auto at m p b online dot org. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in, Susan. Happy holidays. Thank you. All right. Well, speaking of holidays, of course, today we're talking about traveling safety tips. A lot of people will be on the road um, this holiday season going to visit family and friends or just taking a holiday vacation. We talked about some things that you need to do before you get on the road. Of course, the all important tune up. Um checking that booster seat or that uh, car seat. Also making sure that your emergency kit is fully stocked. Um, You said the flashlight, of course, jumper cables, Uh, the fully charged cell phone. A lot of people don't understand how important that is uh, with these cell phones, having your uh, battery packs and things like Mm -hmm. that, your chargers and just everything that you need for an emergency. Things that, uh, hence the name of emergency, you don't know what will happen on the road. Also, she talked about um, keeping the weight down in the car. How -hmm. important is that on your tires and your shocks and all that in the car, not packing the car too much? It's more about where you put it. If you, a lot of people put their luggage and stuff on top on the racks, just be aware that that throws your center of weight way up high. And if you have an emergency situation, an emergency lane change or or something like that, it can rock your car and kind of make you wreck. So just be aware of if you can keep your weight low. And if you do put your weight on top of the rack or you do put luggage up there, don't put heavy stuff up there. Keep all that lower in the back of the car. Um, another little tip that, that I had, and this is an Allison tip, and this is something you don't you won't see on the Internet. But check all your lights on your cars, your brake lights, your headlights, your low and high beam. But I have a little tip for checking your lights that I do. It's when I pull into a convenience store, I'll back in to the spot and I check them in the in the mirror, the reflection. I do it too. I thought it was me. Well, I look at my front lights like that. (laughs) Well, obviously, there's not many people doing that because I see more brake lights out on cars, and there and you have three on your car, by the way. You have your center high one, and and then your two bottom ones. All those you're supposed to have by law. All three of them, and they're usually easy to change, unlike the headlights on some cars these days you have to take the bumper off. These are usually easy to change on your brake lights. But I see so many people driving with brake lights out. And that's And I have important. almost hit people before wow. because of that. And then if, if their car's dirty, you can't see the brake right. lights, and that's another problem. So those are just a, a couple of little And tips. what about blinkers, too? Make check sure your blinkers, your blinkers yeah. are working. Yeah, I check those in the convenience store windows, too. All right, you know, pull yeah. in at the right <laughs> right angle where you can see everything and check everything out. Uh, that's a that's a quick, easy way to do that. Uh, another one I like is wipers. Yes, windshield wipers. I, I I know my wipers are bad in my van, but until it rains, then I then I'm like, darn, I gotta remember to get the wipers in this car. So don't wait till you're stuck like me in the rain with bad wipers. I've got some really bad wipers on my my van that I need to get replaced and that's that's just it, it is dangerous. I need to do that. Okay. But well, we're going to take our last stuff. break for the show today, but when we get back, we're going to continue our discussion on road trip safety. Now, if you'd like to be a part of the show, the number to call is 1877 MPB ring. That's 18776727464. Or you can also send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. This is AutoCorrect on MPB. MPB Think Radio. business requires smart decisions every day. Make a good decision for your company today and reach MPB listeners through MPB program underwriting. For more information, go to mpbonline.org underwriting.
Happy Holidays from Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back to Other Correct. If you missed any of our program, you can listen to the entire show at mpbonline.org. I'm Michelle McAdoo filling in for Liz Gill with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASC certified. So today we've been talking about safety tips for your next road trip. And we've talked about many, many, many uh, things that you should do before you hit the road this holiday season. We're going to go back to the phone lines and go to Jackson and speak with Rohan. Good morning, Rohan. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Doing fine. Really well. Thank you. Um, I'm not sure if this has been covered, um, but people need to make sure that their spare tire is aired up properly. <laughs> yes. <Because> yes. <laughs> I know, and check the condition of it. Um, so right. some people that have it under their under the car, like on a van, uh, some spares are up under it, and they get wore out from all the rain and debris and everything, and they will crack and be pretty much unusable. So, but yeah, check your 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 pressure on there too. Check your air pressure. Make sure it's holding air. And, uh, and the speed that. limit on them. And the speed limit on them is a lot lower. I think it's like 60 miles per hour. No, I think it's like 50 or 55. Yeah, it's low. Oh, okay. And the air pressure is higher also. It's um, it's not 32 PSI, which is average for your car tire. It's about 60, 65. So check and make sure that the pressure is actually what it should be. It's not as low as as your tires on your car. That's a good one. Thank right, you. Thank you. That was a good uh, question because we just found this out last night. Uh, we wanted to put oh, yeah. my spare on my car so yeah. I can drive it to work today to get a dent out of my rim. And my boyfriend took the spare out of my trunk and it would not hold any air. Like you said, yeah. the stem was broken or something. Yeah. I don't understand all that. But like yeah. you said, check your a spare tire. You think yeah. it's okay. How often should you check a spare tire? If you check it and it's it's rotted or whatever, you get a new one. How often should you check that? Once every six months or once a year? Um, it doesn't lose air as fast as your car tires because it's not going through the heat cycle like it does. But um, yeah, you I I'd say check it every six months probably. Especially if it's under a car like a Jeep. And it gets it can get uh yeah rotted and things like that. That that can be a mess. I know the one on my van is like that right now. Um, so yeah, and then some of them the the tire pressure monitor system monitors. But if you don't know whether or not it is, check it yourself and and find out. But sometimes that's the reason your tire light on. People keep putting air pressure in their tires and they over over air them up and it's just their spare so that's a kind of a tip wow on that. We, we've said that before yes we did we did mm-hmm. on our tire show mm-hmm. all right we're going to move to oxford and speak with don good morning don hello happy mm-hmm. holidays thanks for calling Thank the you. show this is not a travel question exactly i've got a o2 nissan xterra that uh, i worked on myself back in the summer i replaced the valve cover gaskets took me about a month in my spare time but i got that done got the leaks all stopped and everything it runs really good and it's kind of a just a just a second car so i don't drive it to work or anything but the check engine light came on and one of the problems is a catalytic converter uh, sensor and i was told that i could burn the motor up catalytic converter is stopped up or something um can you just replace that with a pipe or something? Just, uh, <laughs> not, I mean, not yeah. environmentally correct, probably, but what's the option no, there? No, sir. Well, what what you should do about that is find out why it's burning the catalytic converter up. Because if you replace the catalytic converter and you don't fix the problem, because uh, it's probably an injector's leaking or something like that, and it's putting too much fuel and it's getting down to your catalytic converter and it's melting it. That could be what's going on. It could be just the sensor's bad. Um, it could be that for some reason it's just running off and it's saying, hey, we, we're getting the, the, the sensors, our catalytic converter sensors are off and something else is going on. It's not exactly your catalytic converter. So you need to find out what exactly is. 
is going on first. Uh, something, uh, just a tip for that. I like to go to O'Reilly's and put in the code in the car that it is, and you'll see the common repairs done for that specific code. And it's not that that's exactly what it is, but it gives you an idea of of what direction to look in if you don't take it to the shop if you're a do-it-yourself person. And I'm very familiar with doing uh, working on this 3.3s. I just did that recently, and it was interesting. I'll put it like that. It was that's one of my favorite cars, but but that's one of my favorite cars of all time. But I mean, it's it was an interesting experience. <laughs> they yeah. do run good though. So O'Reilly's um, is their tester a little more, a little more uh, in depth or something or. No, they just have a, a software program on their computers that they can pull up right there, and it's uh, it's within their O'Reilly system, and it, it'll give you an idea of what all other mechanics replaced with that particular code for that car. And yeah, and it's 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 a really neat system. I'm not sure if other auto parts store have one. I think they do. I'm just you know I'm an O'Reilly's girl, but um, so that's a, just a useful tool, and I and I like that tool for your do your do it yourselfers. Well, I might go by O'Reilly's then. All righty. Sounds good. Good luck with that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Don. Okay, well, we want to wrap up the show in just a little bit. But before we uh, do that, I want to remind you guys that if you're going on the road this holiday season, make sure you check your car, get a tune-up. What else we said, Allison? Make sure your emergency kit is fully stocked. Yes. Those car seats blankets, are in, hats, blankets, flashlights, hats, flashlights. flashlights. Make sure batteries work in the flashlights. Triangles. Also, uh, make sure you're getting a good night's rest before you get on the road. That's very important. Also, um, they said look away from lights, keep the weight down on the car, don't pack the car too much, and if you do, position it correctly, right. like you said. And I like to take take your brakes or switch out drivers. Yes. Every two to three hours is a very, very don't good Don't push tip. it don't and try to do it that. yourself. Right, right. Yes, please. <laughs> well, we've had a great show today, today of course. Again, yeah. thank you again, Allison. And you guys be yeah. careful and on the road this holiday season. Have a great time on your holiday trips. Well, that will wrap us up for today's AutoCorrect. Our call screener for today's show was Java Chapman, and our board engineer was Jay White. For Allison Walker, who you can follow on Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram as the Lady Auto Mechanic, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Up next is our Thursday Southern Remedy Show, Kids and Teens, with Dr. Morgan McLeod. Join us again next Thursday at 10 a.m. for AutoCorrect, only on MPB Think Radio.